we know that Bill is definitely in the building. Make some noise, Bill. Bill solve real problems. Bill solve real problems. It just makes me feel at home. I feel loved when I come to Bill. Like I'm protected, I'm guarded. This is Charles Peanut Tillman. This is Commissioner Boykin. Hi, I'm Sam Macho. I'm George McCaskey. This is U.S. Senator Dick Durbin, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. You are listening to Build Radio. Build Radio. Build Radio. Build Radio. Build Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Build Radio. We wish you a happy new year and hope everyone has been staying safe and doing the best possible with everything that's going on. It has been quite a 10 months. The pandemic has changed everything. The way we work, the way we communicate, the ways we come together, and the ways we can break apart. From the get-go, Build met the crisis head-on. We transitioned right away to virtual programming and were one of the only locations in Chicago that offered a fully CDC-compliant in-person youth summer program. We've grown as a team and as a community and are so grateful to all of our amazing staff and network who have kept our mission and our youth front of mind no matter what challenges the year brought. We look forward to 2021 with a new sense of normal, a new notion of possibility, and to many, the relief of a new president. It seems to many we've come to the end of an era and with bated breath, we look hopefully towards the future. However, like traversing any great obstacle in life, it's important to take a look back Survey the path you've traveled and break down your experience. Gather your thoughts on what you went through and comprise an understanding of what you'll take with you as you continue on your journey. On this episode, we'll be hearing from Build Youth, many from our Austin as the Mike podcast program who produce their own segments as they take a look back on the unforgettable year that was 2020. You'll hear, in their own words, their reflections on the virus, quarantine, the summer protests, as well as other notable events you may have forgotten about amidst all the craziness. The year that seemed to last forever, yet somehow the time seemed to not even have passed at all. So thanks so much for being with us and for supporting us these past many months. We've got a lot of great, thoughtful youth content to share with you, so let's jump right in. We'll begin hearing from Chase, who starts us off with thoughts all the way from the beginning as we entered the first chapter of quarantine in March. And then from Tamia, who gives us her perspective on the passing of Kobe Bryant, the Black Lives Matter movement, and the impact so many months of lockdown has on a young person. So stay tuned, and we'll catch you in a little bit. Today is March 25th, 2020, 4.29 p.m. Day 9 of quarantine. So far, the days have been long and boring. With nothing to do and being no punishment, the days have been very drastic. So far, I haven't done anything much but just sleep. And just sit on my phone. Come to think about it, I'm actually finna go to sleep right now. I'm your boring man, Chase. I'm logging out. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Name 2020 Recap. And my name is Tamia Crawford. Basically, today we're gonna be talking about what's been happening this year for all of us. It's been a crazy year, seriously. But I just want to thank you guys in advance for listening to my podcast, and we're going to get into it. Okay, so the first month of this year was definitely a wrecking ball. Starting off with Kobe and Gigi's death in that plane crash, it was just so tra- tragic. Like, 
to learn about that. And when that went all across social media, it was just so crazy. Like the like the whole world felt that death. Like it was so crazy. Like that was that was such a sad thing. And for that family, like I just I just know. I just know that family was just so hurt and it's crazy because it, like we had to start 2020 off with that. Like that was not okay. But I mean, we did get through it, but we would never, I just know us as a world would never get over that death. Cause it, that was really crazy how that happened. Then we got COVID. We got Corona coming. The COVID started in 2019 in general, like whole time, like the all it, the uh, the coronavirus did start in twenty nineteen, but it didn't hit us until like what maybe the end, like the beginning of March, and yeah, they we went on lockdown for two weeks of quarantine. Two weeks turned into a month. A month turned into two months. Two months start, turned into complete curfew and everything like it was just so crazy like and then i just feel like you know how we got to wear masks and stuff for the COVID 19 and just some people just don't wear ma- like it'd be so hot in the mask like i i don't know i just really feel like i don't know the COVID is that this i feel like COVID 19 is definitely a controversial topic because some people do think that it's fake like i just feel like that's just so crazy um but COVID-19 really did ruin everything. We had to do online school, which is was just a different type of, that was just a whole different level. Like that was something different for real. Everything got shut down. We couldn't see nobody, you know, but we still, I mean, you know, teenagers, kids, young adults still broke the rules. Cause you know, we want to see our friends, you know, and which I, you know, me too. I wanted to see my friends, but I never did break the rules for COVID-19. But I mean, and it's still going on right now. But at least we're 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 um pro- progressing. We're in phase three, which is good. Cause and I really I just hope we do not go drop down back to phase one, for real. The George Floyd situation. When I first seen that video, I was so upset, highly upset. Cause I'm big on the Black Lives Matter for so baby. Oh, I'm all about my black people. I love us and the culture, everything about us. But. They messed up with that one. That that put the police officers that 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 quote unquote blue lives matter. Nah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But I mean, that woke. I, I guess that's what we needed to wake up the world. But this, the, the, the things like that been happening, and now everybody just want to be so woke and act like they just so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the protesting and everything, the looting, the stores closing back down because of what's going on in the world. We went back on lockdown. It was just all crazy just because, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really big on the Black Lives Matter, though. That George Floyd situation hit home, for real. Like, that, that was a sad video to watch. Just him saying he can't breathe and the police officer is still on his neck. What? That was crazy. That was crazy. Then we got Kanye West wanted to run for president. I'm gonna just leave that there. Just I don't even I ain't even gonna speak on that. I'm just leave that there. I just wanted to throw that in there because he's running for president. Because <laughs> well, he wanted to run for president. But I think that's about it today, guys. Um, 
Thank you all for watching my podcast. Again, this is 2020 Recap. And I wanted to wrap up by saying, Donald Trump, please don't... Please do not ban TikTok. I need, I, I, we need TikTok. Please do not ban it. But again, like I said, thank you for watching my, uh, for listening to me today. And I hope you all enjoyed this. Tamia Crawford, I'm out. Thanks to Chase and Tamia for their thoughts. Next up, Cortez tells us about his quarantine project and how he stayed creative during lockdown. And Zoe eloquently breaks down cultural shifts we've seen and the role technology and social media played during the pandemic. We are here with the man, the myth, the legend, Cortez. He's going to tell us a little bit about a cool project that he started over uh, quarantine. So Cortez, tell us a little bit about uh, the, the project that, that, that you started. So I had started a YouTube channel, a YouTube channel with the help of Benji, helping me how to figure out how to do editing, green screen, copy and paste. And I decided to make my channel on gameplay and AMVs, making like flash movie screens and everything. What and made you uh, feel like doing it? Because of COVID-19, I felt like people should need something to watch, even if it's gameplay wise or anime wise. Mm -hmm. I just want to help. I just want to help. Put a smile on somebody's face. Cool, cool. So what skills like did you learn maybe here that you're really using now? The the skills that I learned from um Benji is a lot of Photoshop. <laughs> Cause that's the main thing I'm doing with my thumbnails. He taught me how to use it. He taught me how to uh take a perfect snap or a perfect shot of something and green screen it to make it look even twice as cool, filters mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah, we were kind of videoing stuff too, remember? Yeah, the like, editing. Yeah. Yeah, he taught me how to edit the videos, soundtracking. Cool. Pretty what much do, all the cool you, uh, stuff. What do you, like, hope to do with this channel? What are your goals or what do you see for the future? I hope my channel do go big because I honestly, I want to try to make it in the esports because I feel like I actually could be a myth, a legend in this <laughs> game. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, thanks for sharing. We're happy to see you using creativity that you learned around here to do some dope for, for you. Yeah, I can say this. Say what you're going to say. Shout out to Add your boy. Houston Outlaw, <laughs> my boys. <laughs> Greetings, everybody. This is Austin Has the Might podcast, and I am Zoe Nellum, and today we are uh, going to have a little recap of my 2020 so far so to start off i think just want to say that this is definitely the strangest year not just i feel for the collective for everyone but definitely one of the strangest years of my life for multiple reasons um this would have been my first complete year of college i, I go to community college and um i'm not disappointed that we switched off to online learning but I am kind of uh, I'm left with this feeling of it not being complete because I didn't leave the building I didn't leave my exams I didn't leave a room I simply just rushed my way <laughs> to my zoom classes did whatever I had to do uh, it was all a blur and then all of a sudden it's like oh it's over for now um, which 
I feel like that's a running theme this year. Like, there's no sense of completion. It's very hard to feel as if we've accomplished anything. Uh, if anything, it feels like we have to undo it all. This is the year of undoing in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of celebrities are being undone. A lot of work, uh, like, feels and careers are coming undone. A lot of policies are coming undone. This is a, very much a deconstruction year. Um, and I think something that's really interesting is our perception is very hyper aware of we're in a historical moment right now um back in in may uh when george floyd was killed that entire week and the days following after all felt like all but three days but um our sense of time was already shifting towards non-existent in a sense but especially during that first week of protests and like the national uproar which turned into global uproar and this rising of just very uh, deserving anger at the government at the prejudice at the racism at the inequalities and all of this um that week specifically i feel was a testament to like oh this is something that i would hear about in the history books but it feels so unreal because this is a time unlike any other. This is the most internationally connected time of like recorded human history. Like no other time before could you have an event like this happen and immediately, instantly, it's on the news or it's on everyone's devices and they have access and they have an opinion and they're able to spread information. They're able to spread misinformation and it's also rapid. And, like, I only took a psychology, like, general class, but I'm pretty sure there's something psychological that, like, would prove we're not, not capable, but not meant, not designed to handle so much information. Like, information overload is very much another theme of this year. Um, And I found that, for me, something I had to reflect on, which I had a lot of time to do, being stuck in the house all day, um, was finally finding that balance between not letting my anxiety override my ability to function and realizing that it's okay to be thankful for what I still have in my own life so I realized like it's not a crime if I feel content if I feel relieved that I have a roof over my head if I'm not struggling with like um yeah just things like having friends and um, having a support system and like being healthy enough being able to like get rest like those are all like, very much privileges even though I'm just 19 I realize like people younger than me people older than me just do not have the 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 privilege of having or like the right or you know it's like taken away from them for whatever reason and like it's okay for me to be thankful and to relish in that because if I didn't I would be like off the wall crazy like I wouldn't have any like that's my sanity check like I wouldn't have a sense of um being sane in this year um I'm trying to think of anything that could make this any more lighthearted. <laughs> um I'm really bad at keeping up with pop culture like I just if anything I'm more into sometimes I'll dabble into like youtuber drama things like What's going on with Shane Dawson, which is really big and scandalous. Um, Jeffree Star. 
but also those people who just need to be like it's overdue for them to be deplatformed like yes at times of course their content is entertaining they have really intriguing personas but overall this is definitely a time for us to realize like why why do we praise these people so much why do we put them on such high pedestals like what is it about them besides their brand like beyond the screen is this the kind of person that we want to give a platform to you know and it's like i think it's a great thing that people are starting to like separate personality and appearance from morals especially now because everyone's personal morals are kind of being under attack and under pressure so it's like do you stand with me or not and if not then i won't support you anymore which i think is a really great way for us to stop idolizing and stop and just to realize that like our idols are really not different like if they had the same things we had they would be just the same as us um and that their talent or their money or their influence i guess shouldn't put them in another category of you know like human existence like they're still human they just have some other asset or quality to them that makes it more noticeable like they're they're you know um yeah i guess that's it because this year has been interesting has been disheartening has been just i guess just a really cruel test to the limits of humanity and like the break like our breaking point basically because i felt even if this covid uh lockdown slash quarantine had happened it's like imagining what wouldn't have taken place like would there have been as big a reaction in may if the lockdown didn't happen would we have all this political mayhem across the globe if certain things according to hadn't happened um or these realizations or this um this is a time for people to finally like sit down with themselves in silence and to reflect and to like have peace and do things they never had time to do so like it's it's a there's no good or bad alone it really just is it is what it is um so yeah um for the rest of this year i of course i hope for things to like head more towards like a calmer more level-headed um path for especially for america because it's really scary the closer we get to elections like i'm honestly terrified of what could happen um but i'm trying not to feed into those fears and just stay well informed um using my own platform even if it's not big just it's really uplifting just to see people my age like my friend group constantly like updating on their instagram stories be like here's what you need to know about this and that like sex workers and your men and the um big incident just happened in beirut um and just it, that that alone is like reassuring it's like okay even though this is a lot i'm not in this alone like i'm not feeling this way by myself so even if it feels like we can't do much at least we're doing something and like that is really what matters i feel so um yeah thank you for listening this has been austin has the mic i'm zoe nellum and i hope that you tune in next time thanks we're so proud of cortez for using skills he learned at build to make the quarantine experience a little more enjoyable for himself and others and thanks zoe for her deep insights and sharing some light from her vantage point Next up, Damo shares a powerful spoken word piece he wrote during the Black Lives Matter protests 
Giovanni reminds us of some major international events that occurred, and Dion clues us in to some online happenings that you might have missed. What the habit to liberty and just for all? It's really only just for y'all. We getting beaten and treated like dogs. Got our people thinking like, what was the cause? These black niggas and let's murder them all. Y'all don't think that's how you resolve? Ain't no justice being done. We already know the result. Got our people scared to press emergency calls. While y'all living free and we just stuck with the loss. Starting to think black lives really don't matter to y'all. Kill Mr. Floyd and the care if the camera was on. Y'all killed Martin. He was only walking home. That's why I'm going to forever stay with my hoodie on. And that's crazy how y'all killed Brianna in her own home. Why our skin got to be the color that you hate? Why our skin got to be the color that you break? I feel like just being this color, it ain't safe. We got to do something. We got to stand up for our race. We got a plan to make it great. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Hello, and welcome to the 2020 Podcast Project. Today, we'll be talking about mainly just things that happened in 2020, reflecting back on it, sharing thoughts on it, and, uh, you know, just that. So, uh, let's get right into it. Um, One of the first things, major things that happened in 2020 was uh, Australia's bushfires. Those bushfires were something else, man. They, they, were, they were going on for, I think, weeks. I think even a month almost. And uh, they killed a lot of animals, took a lot of land out. They were killing koala bears, a lot of koala bears. Um, some other stuff that happened, a lot of stuff happened in Iran this year. Um, a flight crashed in Iran, in Iran and then killed 176 people. And that was everybody on the plane that died. Everyone that was on the plane died. Um, what else happened in Iran? Um, Iran launched launches launched uh ballistic missiles on u.s troops in iran and killed um a lot of troops a lot of u.s troop members so uh the u.s uh sent out a drone missile that killed out that killed um the the general of iran another thing that happened was donald trump got impeached um honestly i don't know how to feel about that because he got impeached but it's just the process started, but I mean, he's still the president. Like, by the time it's over, his presidency, his run's gonna be over already, so it doesn't really even matter. It's just like, it's gonna go down in history. Like, he got impeached, but really he didn't, so it doesn't really make sense to me. Um, COVID-19 was discovered in China this year, and it slowly progressed and made its way around the globe. Um, COVID-19 really, it made everything shut down. It's like, it's crazy. Everybody's everybody's stuck at home quarantining. Everything closed down. It made its way to America. I think the first state that it was in was Washington. In America, that was the first state that uh, COVID got to in America was Washington. But yeah, COVID uh, killed everything, honestly. It made it all sports stop. It made every every store closed, every restaurant closed. All you can do is eat outside. You can't even go nowhere without a mask. It's 100 degrees outside and people gotta wear masks. It's crazy out here. It's like, I feel like the world's just coming to an end, but things started getting better and now everything's starting to get worse. The mayor said um, that she's thinking about bringing us back to phase three 
closing gyms and making it more limited at gyms and stuff like that. And I just think everybody's tired of it and just ready to go back to normal. Uh, our governor said that he thinks Chicago will be back to normal next year, but who knows, honestly. COVID stopped everything. It stopped school. It, they're talking about canceling school for next year, too. It's, it's just crazy. But, yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, have a good night. Welcome to Austin Has the Mic. My name is Dion Ambrose, and I'll be your host for today's show. Today, I want to talk about a couple of topics that have reached the surface of the internet over the past few weeks. Starting with our first topic, a child donates almost $20,000 of his parents' money to Twitch streamers. If you are not familiar with Twitch, Twitch is a video live streaming service operated by Twitch Interactive, its parent company, Amazon. According to the parent of the child, who posted a worried plea on the official Twitch subreddit, the minor child spent almost $20,000 using a debit card on subscriptions and donations, cleaning out her bank account without any knowledge or permission. My personal take on this, I think that child shouldn't deserve anything. I think he doesn't deserve the privilege of being on the internet. He doesn't deserve the privilege of playing video games. He doesn't deserve pretty much anything. Like he should work, he should get a job and repay all that debt that he owes his mother. I couldn't even begin to imagine the things I do to my own son if he were to do that to me. But I think it's best for him to work pretty much for the rest of his uh, childhood to regain all that money he spent and repay his mom. Now, the next subject I want to talk about is popular YouTuber PewDiePie and his most recent controversy and his taste in music. The Swedish YouTuber's recent playlist were revealed on Twitter and everyone has something to say about it. His playlist showed that he was into hyper pop music, specifically with artists like Kiro Kiro Bonito, Rhea Sawayama, Rico Nasty, Slater, and more. What I have to say about this is if we are all focused on an individual's taste in music rather than what you have going on in your life, maybe you should work on that. Try and develop a new skill. Try and, I don't know, maybe go outside a little bit, trade stocks, read books, watch movies, do whatever makes you happy instead of tearing others down because of this so-called cancel culture, or as I would say, cancer culture. Thanks to Damo, Giovanni, and Dion for their reflections. Lastly, we have Jeremy express his thoughts on the pandemic and the politics that played out over it. What's up? This is Jeremy Stevens, and welcome to my podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the year 2020 and the things that's, that have came with it and everything that's happened this year. Uh, for starters, let's address the elephant in the room, the coronavirus. Coronavirus has definitely changed many lives, the way we live and do things, and it's something we've never seen before, and we're all just trying to adjust and um, get acclimated to this new way of living. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to be doing about school when that starts up. 
it's all gonna be it's all gonna be new to me and a lot of other other people. Just can't wait till this is all over. And let's also talk about how this um, situation could have been handled a little bit differently. Like I know there's, they started off saying that people should wear masks, then they went back and said people shouldn't wear masks. Then they turned around again and said people should wear masks. They're just like a lot of confusion between the people and then the politicians. And then not only that, not only are we dealing with the coronavirus, here in 2020, we also have to deal with corrupt politics. Like, we don't even know, like, I feel like politicians aren't even doing um, all they could to, they're not doing the best they could to handle the situation. Like, I feel like they are doing what's in the best interest of, um, for them or running, or for them running, oh, sorry. I feel like they're doing what's in the best interest for them being a um, candidate. For example, like Trump, I feel like isn't making the best decisions that he could be for his country. He isn't saying the best things. He's saying a lot of ignorant things that someone in his position of power shouldn't say. And um, a lot of things just don't make sense. Like the stuff he was saying during the protests and just stuff in general could have all just been said differently not even said differently not said at all and um yeah and it's definitely something that's something that um added to like this terrible 2020 year 2020 hasn't always 2020 isn't like completely terrible i would say like some people were able to start up small businesses, even though some got hurt, like such as myself, I was able to start up a small business, get that going. We had a lot of time to like, just think and reflect. And so did a lot of other people, but yeah. But now, uh, just trying to get over 2020. Hope this year comes to an end. 2021 comes and able to start over new and just make 2021 a better year than 2020. This has been Jeremy Stevens and thank you for listening to my podcast. And that is our show. We're so proud of our young people for persevering and using this time at home to learn new skills and use them to speak their truth. You can help us teach and empower more of Chicago's young people and be a beacon of hope and opportunity even during these most trying times. Join Build on our mission to save Chicago's youth from the streets and inspire them to believe in themselves and their futures. Build offers a wide platform of resources, programs, and opportunities, and your support truly does transform lives. If you like what you hear, show us some love on social media, at Build Chicago. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and a reviewer rating of this podcast wherever you get it would mean so much. If you want to take your support to the next level, make a donation. You can do so on our website, one time, monthly, or annually. Any amount helps us change lives. If you want to get hands-on, email volunteer at buildchicago.org to find out more about the many volunteer opportunities we offer. We have some great events coming up you can participate in from the comfort of your own home. Join us February 12th for the next edition of our virtual sip and paint series and paint your own masterpiece. Turn your favorite room of the house into an art studio as pre-sketched canvas and supplies are delivered right to your door. 
The event will consist of 90 minutes of live art instruction on Zoom with Builds Arts Academy manager and Chicago artist Rick Miranda. All proceeds benefit Builds Arts Academy programs and the 2021 art show purposed for this moment. Invite a friend and paint together, but virtually. You might just be surprised by what you create. Last day to register is Monday, February 8th. Register now at buildchicago.org. And make sure to mark your calendars for that annual art show taking place virtually March 3rd through 5th. The theme is Purpose for This Moment and will showcase one-of-a-kind art pieces created by our youth and community artists available for purchase. All proceeds support Builds Arts Academy. As always, make sure you subscribe to our email list to receive our newsletter, The Builder, full of inspiring agency updates straight to your inbox. You can do so from the homepage of our website. We've sure been through a lot together these past 10 months or so, but we are endlessly inspired by the support of folks like you and our entire build network, one we are so proud to say is growing every single day. A testament to, no matter what gets thrown our way, that we can meet the challenge if we do it together. Build has been out there supporting Chicago's youth in an ever-growing array of ways for over 50 years. We have a legacy of meeting the moment, innovating for the times, and persisting in stride despite whatever the obstacle is. 2021 will be no different, and we look forward toward the future with hope and potential, and the passion to ensure our children feel loved and supported no matter what this new year brings. For Build Radio, I've been Benji Wax, and I thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode, keep those spirits up, and do some good out there. If we really want to end the violence in Chicago, we need to go beyond put the guns down. We need to change the story about what it means to grow up black or brown in Chicago. We need to make the potential of the young people the focus, not just our problems. We need to transform lives to create hope and build futures. We can't do it alone. Invest in our potential. Chicago young people are worth it. Build hope, build lives, and build futures. Woo!